Well, here we are together again for another edition of Someone, not Someone You Should Know. This is something to talk about. i got to get myself straight. <laughs> it's Friday, whatever. Yes. For those that for those that have just dropped in and said, well, what, wait, wait, wait a minute. Is, is this trash talk or is this something to talk about? It's something to talk about. And, and my co-host today is also my co-host on Trash Talk. So, Brandon Navera, hey, guy. Hey, good to see you in a, in a, a different show, different format. I got confused. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, we're expanding our horizons. I love it. Uh, I know. You know Vaughn is, is out of town and all and, uh, and enjoying uh, some, some downtime uh, out in the mountains with her, her family. And uh, we wish her well and all. But that, that usually gives me an opportunity to, to reach out and say to somebody, hey, you want to just come on the, on the show and just talk about whatever we want to talk about? And Brandon never says no to that. I never do. No, I always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I talk about anything and everything or nothing or or whatever. Cool hat and shirt you're wearing. You got to You want to? Is there's a story behind those? Well, you know, it is the season for Halloween, so uh, I am a uh, my classic favorite Halloween movie. One of them is the original Dracula, so I thought it was appropriate. And the hat, uh, not to do any shameless plug, but I got a a friend of mine out there uh, told me to get these uh, these great hats from a little small place out in uh, Gunter. So uh, uh, that's where I went and got. So I would say that ad is a lot of hooey. It is. It's a lot of hooey. It's funny because it's, uh, I believe it's a, uh, like a a country, um, like equipment, like farm equipment store, which as you know, my experience on a farm is, is none, but. uh, Right. Yeah. (laughs) Mine is driving past them. On yeah, a I like to go to them and visit, but I have never, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, so what have you been up to, friend? Oh, you know, everything. You know, obviously we've got trash talk every Tuesday at 8 a.m. So that keeps us busy and keeps me busy trying to think of, of, of new ideas, new things that we can talk trash about. So uh, and, well, that. almost every day or every other day, there's there's a, a text back and forth. And, oh, oh, I think we should talk about this, talk about that. We do have we do have enough topics on my list right now to get us through at least a year. I think so. Yeah, I, I, we're we're way past fifty items, and and then we we start to say, "How about this one?" And then something else comes up, and we say, "Oh, well, let's push that one back." You know. So for those that haven't caught trash talk yet, it's uh, right here on both of our Facebook pages. Uh, it'll be on YouTube, and it's on on. Uh, 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 anchor.com. It's on any, yeah, any, any of the mediums. Uh, about a 15 to 20 minute show, uh, just talking about something. And most of the time, I would say eh, we're probably what about 80% humor and 20% serious. Yeah, you know, there's nothing. I mean, let's be real. Uh, there's not much uh, serious going on on that show, but yeah. it, it is fun and it takes you away from everything else that's going on in the world. So that that that's right, and even whatever is going on in the world, we'll make fun of that too. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, you know, I uh, getting the podcast rolling even more, which has been great. Uh, just shot, just shot, just did a, an episode of that before uh, I came on here, so I'm excited about that. And uh, working on finishing some details on the book so we can get that out by the new year. Now you have uh, uh, two two podcasts. 
uh, that, that you do on a regular basis, right? One well, of them. Go ahead. But one one of, one of them is toy toys uh, toy cars on the nightstand. So that one though is more of my blog. That's more of the writing. That's more of a. Uh, uh, just kind of getting it out from a dad's perspective sort of thing. And, uh, you know, things that I go through at the age of 41 with a three-year-old, that's, I like to kind of leave that more towards the writing. Whereas the life of an average Joe podcast, yes, that's included in there, but I just talk about all the, some of the fun things that are going on and some of the crazy stuff that I've done in my 41 years, or I shouldn't say crazy, just really interesting things that have happened to me in my, my 41 years of life. So. Well, you mentioned a book, you're putting the finishing touches on the book. And uh, that is also titled uh, uh, Life of an Average Joe, but there's a subtitle. Yes, it's The Life of an Average Joe Behind Bars. Um, the bars that I drink at or sit at or worked at, not prison, yeah. guys. I mean, that no. would make a good book. Not to be confused with the... <laughs> yeah. That type. <laughs> no, no Alcatraz in my life. Uh, so at least not for more than 24 hours. But... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, a, it's my life behind bars. You know, I've been in this service industry for over 20 years. Um, you know, I've managed nightclubs to mom pop bars, uh, have seen and done some great things, have seen some awful things. And it's just from every angle. Uh, there's so many stories and I thought they should be in a book. So that's what they that's what this book is. Well, you've done what a lot of people have always wanted to do. You know, they always say, oh, I should write a book. Well, you know, because of the life experiences, I always wanted to write a book too, because I, I grew up I grew up in the shoe business. Okay, my, my mom and dad were in the shoe business, and I get, came in and joined them, and then they expanded that from just uh, shoes and and handbags to to uh, clothing and accessories and all. But I was I was going to write a book, uh, uh, the view from the footstool. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and just talk about all the interactions with some of the customers that we used to get in in uh, in the shoe store yeah you know and i mean they're all in there and and i just never got around to putting them on paper it's it's something that i think sticks in a lot of people's heads and then they start and they stop you know you get interrupted and i just i've just pounded through for a while and finally really if i have to say anything and it sounds kind of weird i have to thank the covid 19 pandemic really uh for finally giving me some time i mean it's it's I thought I'd be creative and be productive. So yeah, I think I think you're right. That gave you know I started baking bread. I never baked bread before in my life, but I had time and I was home and and I I learned how. And so now a, f a couple of times a week I take out the the ingredients and I make a couple of loaves of bread and either save them, put them in the freezer, or I give them away. Yeah, but, you know, you learn something, you know. Yeah. You know, if <laughs> they say they say that that's been the 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 downfall for a lot of a lot of husbands is that they have always skirted around the honeydew list because you know well I got a lot of things I got work and I got this and this now they're sequestered they're home they're homebound and that list is there and their wives are saying listen you always said I wish I had enough time to take care of all those things. Now you do. You better get on that list before it grows anymore. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, COVID, COVID's, you know, uh, this year, I shouldn't say COVID, is, has been an eye-opener for a lot. And I think, I think on the positive side, we've seen a lot of creativity come out and a lot of people thinking outside the box. And, 
And you know what? I, I think we need more of that. Maybe not under those circumstances, but we need more of that. Well, you mentioned you mentioned your your basically career in the hospitality industry. That's one of the, that's one of the industries that's really gotten nailed during during COVID because it's been forced closures. Okay. There have been some restaurants that have said, "Listen, if I can't have the tables filled inside, I'll put some tables outside." Or I will start a delivery service. I will. I will still cook everything on my menu for pickup. Uh, so a lot of people in that industry have become become you know a little bit more creative as to how they're going to keep themselves alive and keep in contact with their customers. And and they had to. And I mean, even now the the restaurant industry, the bar industry, whatever, um, is suffering. And and even though uh, soon in the next week, you know, bars will be able to to reopen at fifty percent again. Uh, and, and counties, if they're allowed, right. um, it's still, you know, we've lost so much. And I mean, that was one of the reasons why I had so much time because my restaurant shut down completely. They, they couldn't do it even with the to go orders. And it was just uh, it was just gone. So, yeah, I noticed that uh, a lot of the movie theaters are starting to open up at uh, uh, limited capacities, too. Yeah. And that's a struggle for them, too, because there's nothing out there. There's no right. new movies out there. Everything's gotten pushed back a year or two years. So they're having to go back and show. I mean, Empire Strikes Back was just in the movie theaters again. Um, you know, they just started showing old horror movies again, which is great. Uh, right. But you could do something to get the, the business back. So it's tough. It's a struggle. Sure. You know, and you, you look at Hollywood and Hollywood says, well, we can't be investing millions and millions and millions of dollars on new productions when we can't release them into the theaters yet, or we're not sure. So no. everything, everything kind of gets, gets, gets pushed back. Disney plus or Disney just announced that their new Pixar movie, which had been pushed back and slated to be released in the movie theater is now going to be streaming on Disney plus no, no extra charge starting Christmas. I mean, that, that's awesome for me and awesome for everybody else, but it's uh, that's that's definitely a loss. I mean, sure. they're going to gain some subscribers, but they were anticipating that on being huge, and that is now their second Pixar movie released on that streaming service. So, yeah, well, the the upside is at least they have that streaming service because yeah. some of these, you know some of the other uh, uh, some of the other uh, studios are producing the movie. And they don't have the streaming service, so now they have got to spend additional money to get the streaming service to now carry it. Yeah, and, and you see, you're, I mean, you see that all the time uh, on on television now. Uh, Apple TV and uh, and uh, Peacock TV and Netflix and Prime and all they're starting to release some of those uh, first run movies uh, yeah. on, on their services. Yeah, because I think I mean I think eventually at some time the movie theaters are gonna come back to somewhat of a norm, but it's going to be a while. And we, you know, they, we still want to see movies and Hollywood has just made a ton and is sitting on some major blockbusters. They got to do something, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 um, well, going back to your shirt, uh, <laughs> you know, we got, we got a, a, a big holiday coming up in a, in a couple of weeks and it yeah. is probably your favorite holiday and, and just a little bit of a backstory, but, uh, that's really kind of how I met Brandon. Uh, he was writing some articles for one of the local magazines and he wrote an article about, about haunted, haunted houses and haunted places in North Texas. 
And I read the article, and I've never really been a, a, a big science fiction fan uh, or follower. Uh, and I always wondered, do ghosts really exist? But after reading that article, uh, I said, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta find this guy. And I had you on the show, and we talked a little bit about it. But you've been studying this kind of stuff for years and years and years, and following it. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I can't pinpoint exactly when I, when I decided I liked it, you know, or I was interested. Uh, I know I was young, you know. Um, I think being scared is, is, is great for everybody. You know, it's the adrenaline rush. I mean, I don't want to be like trapped in a car scared, you know, like underwater or anything, but you know, that, that's not something I want to deal with, but it, it, there's an excitement and there's a curiosity of things we don't understand. And I just went from there. I mean, this was dating all the way, you know, back to when I was in Michigan and, and just started doing all kinds of stuff. My friends and I would go on these, these trips to, you know, alleged haunted places or, or places we thought would be haunted. And we would drive, I mean, we'd go hours driving, looking for stuff. And, and there's plenty around here in Texas and there's plenty around here in the North uh, Texas area from McKinney and Denton and Frisco. Um, I'm actually getting ready uh, to go out to McKinney uh, probably, I think this week, if I'm not mistaken, to check out a few spots, if I can actually reach them. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, and this is something that's not necessarily just indigenous to North Texas at all. If you go anywhere along this, this country, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we live in a country that's over 200 years old. And while suburbia has blossomed over the last so many decades and all, those little downtown areas, some of them are still alive. Some of them have uh, are ghost towns now because everything moved out of the downtown areas. There's lots of stories and there's lots of theories and, yeah. and, it, and it's fun. There's a local steakhouse here that, that we have that, that is in a, a 150 year old house. And uh, they have the house is broken up into several little dining rooms and they have one that's upstairs and they tell everyone, you may hear something when yep. you dine on the second floor. And, you know, you're thinking, oh yeah, fine. That's just a come on. But is there something to it or isn't there? You know, it's, it's kind of up to your, your thought, your imagination, but while you're sitting there and eating and all of a sudden you hear a thump. Right. You know, <laughs> was that the owner that just went in the back room and went and went thump, you know, or was it something else? <laughs> well, and I've, I've known staff that have worked at this particular steakhouse and they've told me, you know, they've, they've come in in the morning after everything's been closed and cleaned and silverware all of a sudden is out on the tables. Uh, chairs are flipped, nothing angry. It seems like there's no, yeah. you know, there's no angry ghosts there. Um, but things have, have happened there. And I, I believe it. I haven't experienced anything there myself, but I've talked to enough people. So, <laughs> so and, and you've gone to, you've gone to uh, uh, parks and you've gone to cemeteries yeah. and old bridges. Yeah. The, the, the Denton, you know, Goatman Bridge is a big one. Um, apparently that's getting, a, that, that's a resurgence. Apparently there's, there's a lot more activity going on and I don't know, if it's real or not, but I just read an article about it. I read something online from Denton and there's a lot of, a lot of college kids are checking it out right now. Of course, you know, again, COVID. So you're bored, you're looking for stuff to do, but people are reporting more things going on at, at Altman bridge. So you can, you can look that up, look that up and find out it's, it's pretty cool. So. 
Yeah, and I and I would imagine that because of COVID, everybody is kind of kind of you know uh, hunkered down indoors. Anything to get outdoors uh, and and in and not in a mass area, you know, right. where there's lots of people, but to be able to go to a park or to go to an old cemetery and follow some of this this is it would be probably pretty interesting. You know, we, we had one back in Michigan. It was an old psychiatric ward. It was huge. And they had the main hospital. And then they uh, on the land, they had these little homes for people that weren't as severe, I guess. And it was old. Well, it had been abandoned since I was in middle school. And I can't tell you how many trips we took there. And they used to transport these patients from one area to another in underground tunnels. And Ooh. yeah, we went to the underground tunnels. Now, unfortunately, the underground tunnels became spot for a lot of other things that you didn't want to get involved in. But we saw some crazy stuff there. We saw, I mean, it, there were people there uh, in certain rooms with just candles talking. We have no idea what they were talking about. You know, we saw um, movement from chairs, old wheelchairs being moved across the floor. Eventually they collapsed everything, tore it down and built homes on top of it. Why you would want to live there, I have no idea. <laughs> Because I've seen that movie and it doesn't end well. So right. <laughs> so you, you know, in all of your research, it, it brings a question to mind: is is there somebody that's saying, you know, listen, I think what I can do is I can make up this story, you know, and 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 I can make this into a into a, a fun thing, you know, or what part of it is maybe a little bit you know, uh, uh, out there and, and it's re more realistic, like, like sounds coming at, at night. Well, you know, uh, I, I, I think with everything, there's the urban legend that starts from something, something truthful, typically. Um, it may not be exact, but it's something truthful. And then as time goes on, of course, you know, people add to it, or maybe they do hear something that's legitimate, but they can't explain it. And then you throw that in the mix. I do think, though, that there is things that just aren't explained and you can't explain. There's no reason for it that we know um, unless science can prove it. Then to me, then if I can't explain it or somebody else can't, it's supernatural. I don't know. That's just my opinion. What's your opinion of psychics? Uh, yeah. I've been to a few for fun. And they never turned out to be anything I liked. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Um, do I think they're out there? Yeah, I do. I think there's some people that just have that vision of things or knowing things. I don't know if that's considered psychic or they're connected, but they just know stuff that they shouldn't. Um, I think they're there. I think the majority of it, though, is just for the money. I really do. Um, yeah, I, I've always I've always wondered how they manipulate the conversation to get you to say something that is like uh, uh, something that they can feed on. In other words, you know, what you, if you're talking and you say something about, uh, well, my 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 sister once told me this, and you say, yes, I see, you have a sister, uh, <laughs> and all, and 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 she she was very close to you. And then, uh, then the person responds, yes, yes, we shared everything. Or they say, well, we weren't really that close. Well, yes, I see that you were close at one time and then you, you, you know, drifted apart. Uh, so it's, it's kind of a feed me, feed me a line that I can run with. 
They're good salesmen, really. I mean, and, and they're, they're, they're observing people. So, you know, if you talk to somebody my age, 41 years old, and, and chances are they can say, you know, I know you've lost someone. Well, I'm 41 years old. Chances are I have lost somebody. That's right. Go and back to I your great say, grandparents. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I lost my grandpa or, or a good friend, and then they can go off that. So, you know, I, I think there's some out there. You know, when I hear about police looking or using them to, to find missing people, and you hear that sometimes they work. I, it's interesting to me. I don't know. My my favorite line is, have you ever seen a headline that says, psychic wins lottery? Right. No. <laughs> Apparently, you know? it doesn't work that way. Apparently, you can't do that. I don't know. Yeah, if you're such a seer, <laughs> how come you don't know what the Powerball is for, for Saturday? You know, unless they are, unless some of the people that won the lottery are psychics and they haven't said they are. I don't, you know, that could be it too. You know, and, and why and why are psychic, why do most psychics set up their shops in these old abandoned buildings that, that you were you were talking about earlier? <laughs> they gotta be closer to the spirit world. I'm just yeah, making yeah, excuses. Yes, I don't Yes. No, that's I, I, I live here with my great 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 grandfather. He's on the second floor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, it's fun. I, that's one thing for sure. It is fun. It's fun to go talk to them. It can be expensive, but uh, if you just go and have a good time with it and keep an open mind and look at it as entertainment, I think you can. I always feel sorry for that, that poor young lady or something that goes to the psychic because she wants to know, will I find love? Right. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, you know that the psychic is saying, if I say no, <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never going to see this person again. So I'm going right. to say, yes, I do. I do see love. It might take a little bit of time, but I do see love in your life. And, and, and maybe over the next uh, 30 to 60 days. And if not, come back and see me. Right. It's coming. <laughs> we'll, I don't we'll know. Do another reading. Yes. And so, so the girl comes back and she says, well, I went out with a couple of guys and one I thought was promising, but it didn't. And the other one, I haven't heard from him again. Oh, well, yes, I see that he's probably going to call you. It may be another month or so. <laughs> I feel bad because you know, it happens a lot. I mean, you know, there's people out there that just spend a lot of money to go. I just want to find somebody. And it's like, Oh, you could take that money and just go on a trip and go talk to somebody. And chances are you're gonna find, you're gonna meet them. You know? Yeah, or or if, if if you've got money, you can probably buy love. Yeah, really. <laughs> Nowadays, I feel like there's all kinds of things, but you know that's a yeah. funny. So, what what what's going on in the news? <laughs> I mean, can, can you believe you know talk about you're from Michigan? Uh, there have been some stories going on in Michigan lately. I know, I know. You know. I don't. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Um, I, I was just, I was blown away because you know you think we're talking about movies, sure. You know, and I can understand the plot of a good movie, and then all of a sudden you 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 read that the FBI has foiled an attempt by a group that was going to kidnap the governor of of, of Michigan and abduct her from her her uh, 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 summer retreat yeah, or her getaway cabin or something. And you're thinking, man, what movie was that from? You know, I, it's a lot. It's, it's a ton of them. I think Bruce Willis was in one. I think. Um, 
I read that and at first I thought it was a joke. I really did. At first when I read it, I said, this is one of those things that's misinformation. That's not true. Yeah, fake um, news. Yeah. Fake news, you know, and then they showed everybody that was arrested in it so far. And then they've started tracking those people to other events. And I'm like, oh, this is real. Like they were literally going to kidnap the governor of Michigan and start a revolt, you know, like, and so I kept on reading. And for the last couple of days, I've been reading and talked to some friends and family back home about it. And I'm thinking to myself, in my lifetime, I have never heard of that happening in our country or yeah. even coming out in the headlines in other countries. I've heard it. You hear it in Mexico, you hear it, you know, in, in, in other countries. But the governor of Michigan, of all people, that's the one. And, and, you know, and then they're, 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 they're still digging into this story and saying that there was, there was a network of people that were con contemplating doing this in other states with other politicians. I heard it, that. Yeah, I heard that it was like a, a movement. They were going to take out key figures. And they, then they, the footage started coming out, you know, the, the live right. feeds of these people and hearing them talk. And I'm like, oh, well, that explains everything. So. <laughs> you know, and then you hear on the news in in other countries where uh, you know, I mean, most most recently in Russia, all of a sudden someone is in the hospital because they were they were you know given some kind of poison. Uh, I mean, it's it's like these are medieval, you know, uh, uh, goings on. Yeah, there there are tactics that we don't we're not familiar with, you know, and I'm not surprised with Russia. They love poison. It's not the first time they poisoned anybody. Um, yeah. They always poison people in James Bond movies. So, um, right, right. And I'm not surprised with Russia the way they handle things at all. But again, here we are in 2020, going somebody that opposes the government is getting poisoned, um, and then somebody that that is in the government, that's the governor of a state, is going to get kidnapped. Like it's uh, it's unreal to me. Yeah, and do you find yourself kind of pinching yourself, saying, "Am I dreaming this, or is is, is this report real?" I I do. I mean, I've I've dug the first, like I said, the first time I read it, I was like, "No, this is this is going to come out as false, definitely." And yeah. it just been getting worse. So. Yeah, just crazy times we live in. We do. We do. Hopefully. It gives. It sure, sure gives us some some ammunition to talk about when we when we do our shows. Oh yeah. yeah, we get all kinds of material. I mean, every every day is more breaking news, and you know, and you're sitting there saying, "I don't believe it. I don't believe. Is that true?" I know. Sometimes I have to shut it off. You know, when I'm on, especially on Twitter, when I'm on Twitter and I'm scrolling, sometimes I just have to. You know, after about five or six of them, I'm like, "I can't do this anymore. I need a break." I need some humor. I need to find something fun. I need to go back to watching scary movies or something, you know? And that, that's right. You know, yeah. When that guy goes over and yanks a guy's arm off and chews it up and swallows it and everything, you know, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe there's more to that than, uh, than we realize. <laughs> you know, when I, yeah, when, when, when the horror movies become, you know, uh, Reality. Uh, yeah, and you sit there and you wonder, you know, or or when the when some of the horror movies become a, a break from reality, or you watch a horror movie and go, that could never happen, and then it's on my next Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, you got a problem. So exactly. 
So, you know, what are, what are some of your memory? You know, we, we, we talked, started talking a little bit about Halloween and all. What are, what are some of your crazy memories or fond memories and all of, of Halloween as a kid? You know, I mean, obviously dressing up is huge. Um, you know, you, you know, back then you either, you had like two choices when it came to dress up. You either bought the, the generic plastic mask and maybe a cape or whatever it came with and it came in a package. Uh, there we would shop at like Meyer or Kmart back in the day. Um, or you got creative and, and did your own, you know, and if you did your own, usually your parents weren't happy about it because they had to do it. But uh, it always came out better. And I was the kid that wanted to do my own all the time. You know, everything from a wolf man to I mean, I I took an old jacket and I had it all ripped up and my mom did the makeup, putting hair all over my face and and, and and it was it was like an hour that she was doing this for for me to go out for maybe an hour. That's it, you know. Um, that was fun, but I just remember the the neighborhoods. You know, the neighborhoods felt so alive. They they everybody decorated, everybody came out in the streets. You know, it's fall in Michigan, so it's either raining, could be snowing, or perfect. That was your options, you know. Right. Right. And I just remember roaming the streets thinking, oh, it's dark outside. And I just felt like I was king of the world, you know, and and seeing my friends and, and seeing all the costumes. And there was something about it. You know, I, I think in time um, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's died off a little. Um, I feel like the, the trick or treating has kind of fallen by the wayside. Um, not Not everywhere, but sometimes, you know, lately I just feel like it has. Well, you know, look, look, look at the history that we've gone through over the last so many decades. Uh, all of a sudden, there were reports about do not buy, do not uh, uh, buy uh, candy that isn't already prepackaged. Yeah. In other words, no more. I used to get apple. We used to get apples a, a lot. You know, good, crispy, delicious apples, and all. Then some yo-yos started putting uh, pieces of, of metal or something inside the the apples and everybody said, if, if you get any apples uh, and all, unless you verify, d toss them uh, only use candy. Well, then there was issues with maybe some of the candy was tainted. Uh, and so you had, you, you brought your bag of candy back home and your parents had to inspect every piece of it before you could even share it. And then, then there was the big thing about the flame retardant uh, uh, clothing in, sure. the, in the costumes that, you know, those that we used to buy, like you said, at Myers or, or Kmart and everything, if, if for any reason uh, you, you had a candle or whatever and, and it would catch fire, now you could only get USDA approved fabric or something in, in your costumes. All the restrictions started adding it up and, and it got to the point where it seemed like it wasn't just wasn't as fun anymore. Uh, you know, I, I, and, and I mean, I remember as a kid, I probably went the other way. You, you had the handmade costumes. My mom didn't have the time. So, you know, I was a cowboy one year and then maybe the, the next year, uh, you know, something else, it was whatever package there was at the store. Yeah, sure. sure. You dress up, you know, uh, uh, you were Casper the ghost one year and you were a, a Disney character another year. Uh, but it was all about the candy then yeah. and and you know you used to go out for three four five hours collecting I candy on, i remember on that i remember 
And when I got a little bit older and my parents would let me go with my friends, we would hit subdivisions. We'd be like a race. We'd go from one subdivision to another, right. go to the woods to another subdivision. It did feel like Halloween was longer or at least people kept their lights on longer. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do remember when you talk about the candy is I remember taking our bags or, or my pillowcase um, and I would take it to McDonald's and the police would scan. They would scan your candy. They really? Would, yeah, they were looking. There was a big thing with razor blades and candy, needles, anything that felt weird. Um, they would scan it and they would look at it. If something was open, you didn't even have the opportunity to take it home. They just tossed it out for you. And they and they we would go to McDonald's almost every um, Halloween to get scanned and uh, and all that. Nowadays, I don't know. I, I don't know if they even do that anywhere. I know I still look at candy like when I took Luke out. Of course, you know, he doesn't need to eat candy anyway. But when I took Luke out, I looked at stuff. If it was open, toss it. You know, if there was some homemade things in there, I tossed it. Not because I felt like maybe there was something criminal in there, but maybe just something, you know, that could get him sick. So, um, yeah, I mean, I remember as a kid, we used to we used to make a lot of money. Because people would would give pennies and nickels and dimes yep. and, and stuff rather rather than candy, uh, so you could you could make some pretty good pocket change for for Halloween too. Then many years later, it seemed like uh, you said you used to go to the subdivisions. Uh, what we used to do is we used to go to the high rise condos. Oh, nice! Be, because you you didn't get off the elevator and go floor by floor. What they would do is the the people that live there would set up these tables in the lobby and you could just walk in the door and you could just fill up that pillowcase for with candy from all the people that were there and one stop shopping you know yeah. you were you were <laughs> you were you were good to go and then you would leave and maybe come back about a half hour later because it was usually senior citizens that lived there and they didn't they didn't remember you from the first trip anyway right. They, they see so many kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I do remember getting, we'd go to my grandma and papa's house. They lived in an older subdivision and it, they had more money and uh, we'd get the full candy bars there or you'd get people that would give you like a little, not, a, not the Easter egg, but a little bag candy, candy in it and a dollar bill was wrapped around it. Um, we did that a couple of times and I was like, man, I just made like $15, you know, I'm rich. Yeah. And I lived in a neighborhood where there was a dentist, and you always, you always got a toothbrush from from him every year. So I, mean, I, I get it, and it probably came in handy. But come on, yeah. dentist, give us some well, candy. And it was, but it was great advertising because the toothbrush had his name, you know, <laughs> uh, right on it. We just got had somebody that uh, uh, that typed in and said that some of the hospitals are now offering X-rays. Uh, that you could take candy to a, a local hospital and they'll do x-ray of candy after after Halloween. So, so I don't know if I want to go this year to a hospital. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe next year. I'm going to risk the razor blade. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking that that you know, we we could we could actually get into that 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 uh, uh, system of breaking news because I predict I predict that all Americans will be wearing masks by Halloween. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be a 98% ratio. 
I mean, they're going to be wearing one mask or another. It's either this one or it's going to be one of something. But everybody's, everybody's going to be wearing a mask by Halloween. The Halloween masks are probably better than the ones that we have to wear anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah it, it, probably you can breathe in them a lot easier too. Exactly. You know, that's the thing about this year. People, I, I again with Twitter, I read that LA County, or I believe, and don't don't quote me. Um, a month ago, they announced that trick-or-treating was the standard trick-or-treating was not going to happen. They banned it this year. Really? Uh, yeah. And I started to get nervous because then I saw an article from Detroit pop up and say, will Halloween happen? And I thought to myself, oh, Halloween's happening. Like, <laughs> the, I, and of course it is and it's okay. But there's a lot of alternatives that around here people are doing drive uh, drive through Halloween or drive-by Halloween, I guess you could say. Um, even with haunted houses, they're doing some where it's you're in your car. You don't get out of your car to do the haunted house experience. And at least they're trying to, to make it. So if you're not comfortable with the traditional stuff, there's other things you can do. Well, you know, and I, and I was thinking that that it would also make more sense if as long as the weather uh, is advisable, that rather than people coming up and you opening and closing your door to, to give out candy, go down down your your steps to the front to the to the uh, uh, sidewalk and just yeah. set up a little table there let the kids come by and you just drop the candy in there they, they say that you're actually a little safer being outdoors than you are indoors anyway so to me it would be a, a, a another level of protection to just go out to the end of your driveway or whatever if it's a nice night set up a couple of chairs and a table and pass out the candy that way be a little bit safer. That's the thing, you know, my mom was talking to me and asking me my thoughts about it, how I felt with Luke. And I, the thought is he's going trick-or-treating. I, I just don't feel we're outside. It's not long. You're, you're going fast. I mean, at some point here, we kind of got to go. We got to get to some sort of normalcy. I mean, take right. precautions, but right. so, um, Halloween is happening for sure. 2020 can't take that away from us. So. <laughs> Yep, it, it it'll happen, and I mean the alternative is just go out and buy one of those bags of a hundred pieces of candy, give it to your kid, and say, "Here, go, go sit on the couch. We'll put on a scary movie." <laughs> That's my plan. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm just, buying it for myself. <laughs> That's did, you, did you did you have uh, uh, siblings? You have brothers and sisters. I have a sister. She's uh, ten years younger than me, so. Um, you know, by the time she got to that, to that age of trick or treating, you know, she was three or four, yeah, you know, I was fourteen years old. Um, and I, I didn't, not to say I didn't hang out with you were her. In the subdivisions with your friends by then. Exactly. I would do, <laughs> I would do a little. I think I did a little with her in the beginning um, because it was just her and I. But I, I kind of missed that. I was doing my own thing. So yeah, I had a sister too, and what we used to do is come back after trick or treating. <laughs> And then pour out everything on the kitchen table, and we start trading off because oh. there was there was stuff that I liked that she didn't, and 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 you trade it off. And nobody really liked Milky Way, so you'd always trade that for something. And I, I always did. You ever like Mary the Mary Jane? Remember Mary <laughs> Jane's? I guess it depends which one. We're talking. No. Um, oh, 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 yes. There's What's Mary Jane. There's Mary Jane. And there's Mary Jane. I never went to that subdivision. Um, <laughs> no, I do remember those, though. I do remember those. Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I had one. I could not tell you. 
Yeah, and but that was one of those candies that would like that and and like candy corn. Candy corn uh, would that would just you know you would get some of that for Halloween, and you'd eat a few of those because like the Mary Jane, it was it was like hard toffee, and it had had peanut butter in it, and yeah. it would it would rip out your fillings. Uh, and but you'd always have to have a couple of them at Halloween, and then you'd say, "Okay, I'm good till next year." And, and candy corn was the same way. Oh, candy corn! So they voted that candy corn is Michigan's favorite candy for Halloween. I don't know who they who they polled there because I got rid of candy corn. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I pulled, I got rid of it. I was like, "Get it out of here!" Uh, I do remember, and I don't even know if they're around anymore. And it, now I'm going to definitely sound old. I remember slow pokes. Slow they, pokes. They were yeah. So good. They were so good. They were, they'd kill your teeth too, but they were delicious. Right. Right. And I, I, I like you remember, you remember Neko? I don't Neko. Was Neko. it in Neko? They, they were the little uh, 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 discs and it would oh, come yeah. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a paper package. Yeah. And it was like 30 of them in a package. <laughs> and it was like 100% sugar. All sugar. All sugar. Yeah. And and the idea is it was it was like like lifesavers. You're only just supposed to take one, put it in your mouth, let it melt, and 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 you'd sit there and you'd go through the whole roll of yeah, it. Yeah, you just popped them. You were just oh, yeah. You know, you wake up the next morning with such a stomach ache. Oh yeah, and I was you know, but then that's a great memory for Halloween too. I mean, I remember with my friends as I got older, we would put the candy out. We'd do the trades. I'm a big Swedish fish guy and I love Reese's peanut butter cup. Uh, so I would just take those, you know, um, and then we'd stay up all night and watch the most obscene, probably awful movies that we could watch because it was Halloween. And then the next day wake up sick. So it was perfect. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> and and pro probably, I still think one of the most popular is Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. And from the original size all the way down to the, to the, to the, the, Smaller ones and the minis. The minis. Uh, that's that's what you, you you often find when you go go to the doctor's office or something on the way out. There will be a little little, and that's also fun. I, I encourage anybody if you've got to go to a doctor or a dentist, make the appointment for just after Halloween. Oh yeah, because when you go to the doctor's offices and they've got all that that Halloween candy out there, and you can just have a ball. That's why I like when I go to you know sometimes I have to go mail packages and stuff. I love going to the UPS store. Uh, until recently, they always had candy there. Just random candy would be sitting out and I would just, you know, grab a piece. And then I'd always blame Luke. I got to get one for Luke. Sometimes Luke wasn't even with me. I just needed that extra piece of candy. <laughs> yeah. and he said, oh, uh, by, by the way, could I take a couple pieces for my, my son? My son's in the car, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now they didn't have it. Last time I was at UPS, they took it away. So whatever. But uh, we got plenty of candy in the house and plenty of candy to to get us in the next couple of weeks. So. Yeah. And my, my other favorite was double bubble gum. Oh yeah. The, the, the little wrappers. It wouldn't last long. <laughs> uh, no, no. And, and the long, the longer you, you kept it, the harder it got. <laughs> oh yeah. It reversed. It started off with a lot of flavor, really yeah. nice gum, and then you chewed it and then you felt like you were putting it back in the package when you were right. done. With it, so. Yeah. And if you still have it, had it after six months, it was like a jawbreaker. Yeah, oh, yeah, and that's the thing too. You always had that Halloween candy that you didn't like, nobody liked. It'd be December, and you had to make the decision: do I get rid of it or do I save it? Right. You know, uh, just it, it, because. 
<laughs> something like fruit fruit cakes for Christmas, right? You know, or for for you know Thanksgiving, somebody would get, send you a fruit cake. You'd always find somebody else that you know you had to get something for. You would repurpose it. And right. you pass pass it on, and that, that fruitcake could end up in twelve different families over the course of the holidays. And somebody will eventually eat it, maybe, maybe. You, you take it to grandma at the at the you know the retirement center, oh, and know. they slice it up, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we um, I, I just found not not just found, but I found some old uh, pictures. Uh, from Halloween, actually, I was going through some storage stuff and found it. And I, I, it was my cousins and myself. And and I don't remember this at all. So we must have been together on a Halloween night. But there was just this table of candy. I mean, it looked like we just scored, like we just robbed the bank. And it was just piled high. And I thought to myself, man, they gave away such good candy back in the day, you know? <laughs> they, they they did, you know, and you always ate the chocolate first. Yeah, anything, anything that had chocolate, you did that because you know that would that would maybe get stale a little bit bit faster. Uh, and then things like Jolly Ranchers, let let those go till the yeah. till, till the very very end. And Brock's no. Brock's <laughs> candy, where he used to go, and it was like like two dollars a pound. Yeah, take the scoop, and you you know, and there was there was probably only one or two pieces of Brock's candy that was even worth eating. Right. <laughs> yeah. The rest of it was the stuff your grandma would put out in a little candy dish. On yeah, the, a little you know, encrusted golden dish <laughs> that, that every grandma has. And you you as a kid would, would look at it and be excited for candy, but be disappointed every time you ate it. Totally <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 Grandma, do you have any real candy? <laughs> yeah. From from this century, yeah, not the first candy ever invented, but something <laughs> that's I can, right. I can on here. This is the original Brock. <laughs> I think Halloween this year, though, is extremely important. Besides the fact that I have some weird obsession with it, um, for everybody, really, uh, because we've gone through so much as human beings, as Americans, as a world. I, I really think that this is one of those things we can just say, man, let's just let's just have a good time. Let's yeah. just. Get out there. I've seen more people decorate than I thought, um, and they decorated early. And so I think everybody's kind of feeling like, let's just have some fun, you know? And, and you raised another point, too. Get in the car and drive around some of the neighborhoods in, cool. in the evening because some of the decorations, not only are they are they really cool visually, but a lot of them have sounds. Oh, yeah. uh, we, I've got some neighbors that they have a, uh, uh, you know, a... Um, what do you call it? Uh, a uh, motion activated uh, system where when you walk by, all of a sudden uh, smoke goes up and you hear you hear the witches cackling yeah. and, and you hear the woo. And then then they've got these light shows that that you could you see these ghosts flying all over the front of the house. I mean, some of them are really cool, really creative. It and is. Cool. It's like Christmas, really. Like everybody goes, looks at the Christmas lights, but. Now some people and, and put so much into it. I mean, I'm good. I'm not on that level yet. Hopefully in the next five years, I'll get to that level. But um, yeah. uh, it's cool to see. And, and Luke, Luke and I drive around. I drive around and look at it. We've gone for walks and seen them at night. And uh, it's it's fun. You know, you got to embrace the moment because everything goes by so fast, you know. Yeah. We've got to get down on the corner that's got, gosh, it's probably got to be a 20-foot Dracula 
one of those air air things, you know, that that, yeah. that pumps air into it, and and he's he's standing out there, you know, pretty cool. But I think it's great. So, well, hey, we've had we've had some fun this morning talking yeah. about uh, about Halloween and a few other things and all, and we'll we'll continue. This is kind of the style of what we do on our uh, trash talks, and we invite everybody to join us every Tuesday for trash talk. And uh, you can come back and uh, join me again. And uh, Vaughn will probably be back next week uh, for another edition of something to talk about. But thank you to Brandon Navera for uh, spending some time with us. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. On the show today. <laughs> you go out and make it a great weekend. And we will catch up with you again next week right here. Same time, same station. Go out and have, make it a good one. See you later, bro. See ya.